get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now batting for the fast lane, Cardinals Hall of Famer and fifth member, Matt we're hanging with Holiday on 101 ESPN. Powered by Air Alliance Team Heating and Cooling. Getting the job done quickly, correctly, 100% of the time. Let's get nasty here on a Thursday afternoon. Jamie Rivers here in the fast lane with Tanner Hendrickson, Andrew Marsh on the dials. And we go immediately out to our celebrity line to be joined by Cardinals Hall of Famer, Matt Holiday. Matt, how we doing, buddy? What's up, guys? How we doing? We're good. We're good. We're kind of flying the plane solo here. So who knows what the hell's going to happen? But we're having a good time. <laughs> Hey, congratulations on uh, doing the Blues games I saw. That's pretty cool. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. I'm, I'm really excited for the opportunity, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be good to get back out there. And it, The best part about it is I was actually talking to some of the players today is I get to pretend I'm back in the NHL, but I actually there don't have go. to play. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about doing good or bad. You can just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't have any results don't matter. Or getting punched in the face. You know, although, you you yeah, know. I forgot that was part of your deal. Sometimes yeah, it's in play, though. Better. You never know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. Hey, look, I always love talking to you about your boys. And um, if I feel like every single time after we talk, there's something new that kind of pops up. And Tanner and I were, were talking in the office before. Just, you know, J- Jack, highlighting Jackson again, his trajectory is off the charts right now. At 19 years old, playing double-A ball, his numbers are fantastic. Um, as far as you're concerned, you know, as a dad and as a baseball guy, does a call up to AAA kind of seem imminent at this point for this season? Well, I'm not sure about, um, you know, a lot of times, Jamie, and, and the different organizations uh, treat it differently, but a lot of times AAA and AA, um, there's not a, a, a ton of difference in, in quality of, 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 uh, of play. So I, I think they might may end up just leaving him and letting him finish out AA. Um, you know, I think there's about a month left of the minor league season. Uh, I think at the end there's potential – uh, I know the AAA team is, is qualified for the playoffs, and they'll probably take a few of their players off of the AAA roster uh, once September 1st hits. So I do think it, uh, you know, at the end of the season, he could possibly uh, go up and play in the playoffs with the AAA team. Um, but I, I, I think they, they like the idea of, of him being in AA for a while. And um, you're right, he's, he's played really, really well. So I'm, I'm really proud of him, um, you know, for a kid to go from, you know, having never played probably more than. I don't know. I guess they probably play 60 to 75 games, including high school and summer ball. To, you know, he's right around the 100, 100 game mark and, and was still a month to go. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's a daunting task for, for a 19 year old to, to figure this out and to kind of manage his body and manage all the things that goes into being a professional. So, uh, he's handled it really well and, and, uh, he's obviously, 
uh, played really well. And, and for him, his goal was to get to double A this year, and, and he's done that, and he's doing good. So, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm proud of the way he, he, he works. And, and I get a lot of nice messages from people in the organization that talk about what an example he sets and, and what a good teammate he is. And those things mean more, more than anything, really. As you know, you know, the character of your kids is the thing you worry about most, and uh, he is a, he's a great kid. Well, another thing that's going to happen here, too, is he's going to become the fountain of knowledge for his younger brother. Because uh, after we talked last week, as I was perusing the interwebs, uh, I saw Ethan Holiday with one of the smoothest baseball swings I've seen in a while. And he's, you know, what is he, the top-rated player for the 2025 high school draft right now? Yeah, he's, uh, you know, he's, ranked, he's ranked first in, in a lot of the publications for his class, and uh, went down to Dallas last weekend and played with the group that was older. Uh, he and another kid got invited to the 2024 All-Star Game at, at uh, the Rangers Stadium and went down there and had a great weekend. He played really well and, and uh, hit the ball really well and won the MVP of the game and worked out you know, for the scouts and, and did really well. So he's, he's extremely talented. Uh, he's, uh, he's a great kid. Again, I'm most worried about their, their hearts and their, you know, their character, and, and I'm really proud of you know, who they are as people. But He's got a ton of baseball talent and, and uh, really looks up to Jackson and what Jackson's been able to do. So um, it's, it's fun. I mean, as you know, having a shared, shared passion with your kids and, um, is, is something that I, uh, I really enjoy. And so getting a chance to go down to Dallas and watch him do his thing. And um, he does have a really smooth swing. I mean, he's, he's a really talented player and, and uh, should be fun to watch his career unfold. Well, one thing that happened for me growing up is I had an older brother, four years older than me. He ended up making the NHL before I did. Now, he, he just had a cup of coffee in the NHL, but one thing he was able to do is continue to pass on knowledge about the next level, the next step, what to expect, almost like your own personal little scouting staff. Yeah. Do your boys exchange information like that? Yeah, they talk all the time. They're really close, and, and uh, Jackson's a big – he loves to encourage Ethan, and he's always asking me. I'll call him at night to talk to him and he's like, how'd Ethan do? How's Ethan doing? What's he doing? I'm like, just call him. Uh, but he, he really is, is, uh, you know, they, they talk a lot and they, um, they talk baseball, they talk hitting. Um, so they're, they're really, really close, uh, which I love. And, and, uh, so it's, it is an advantage that, uh, will you know, ultimately will be a really good advantage for Ethan to have Jackson a few steps ahead of him, uh, on this baseball, uh, ladder, so to speak. So, um, it's it's a great advantage, as, as I'm sure you knew, um, to, to that comfort level of having somebody like Jackson to be able to help Ethan, uh, you know, as he moves moves along in his career is, is something that's invaluable. Matt, Tanner Hendrickson here. Jackson, going back to him real quick, do you think there's a chance that he goes to the Arizona Fall League this year? And correct me if I'm wrong, you did that when you were coming up through the minor leagues as well. Yeah, I played in the Arizona Fall League actually twice, so... Um, I'm not sure what they'll do with him this winter. I, I think if he finishes strong and, um, you know, even maybe finishes in the playoffs with AAA or has some, some games that, that lead into to, to mid to late September, uh, I think they might just let him train this offseason. Uh, you know, for like I said earlier, for a young kid uh, to get 120, 140 games uh, under his belt, I, I think is a lot. And so uh, I'm not sure. I haven't heard what the plan is concerning the fall league or if they would want him to participate in that but i really enjoyed it i mean i think it's a it's a great uh month and a half in, in arizona to, to play some baseball and learn and keep keep uh keep honing your craft but um i think by the time we get to that point uh he may have played uh 
you know, like I said, a lot of games and, and it might be best uh, for him to get back in the weight room and try to put a little bit of weight on this offseason heading into next year. I was just going to ask, what what is it like to play in the Arizona Fall League? Because that's where teams send some of their top prospects, some of their top pitching arms, where in a minor league series you may only see one of their top prospects and you may get some other guys that just aren't in the top 30 when they're looking at What's it like to play in the Arizona Fall League? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's obviously a good challenge. Um, but I think, you know, Tanner, one of the things that you're seeing, and I, I don't I don't have the data in front of me to back this up, but a lot of these these teams are protecting their pitching prospects and, and if they played a full season, you know, they're not sending as many of their sort of on the cusp of the big league prospects uh, to the Arizona Fall League in the last few years. From, from what this is just me kind of, you know, taking a, a, a small look at it. But um, I do think it is a great challenge to, to go to the Arizona Fall League and, and play um, more games against great, great competition. But um, it seems like lately a lot of these teams are, are uh, protecting their prospects and maybe. Uh, if they meet their innings limit during the season, uh, you're seeing more of a, a second tier, uh, maybe a younger type of prospect than, than those double A guys that are right on the cusp of breaking into the big leagues, which has is, is sort of been what the Arizona Fall League is known for. Talking again here with Matt Holiday, Cardinals Hall of Famer. Uh, Matt, when we, we look at some of these young guys, specifically Jordan Walker, we talked about this, I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Just there are some struggles, or we'll call them speed bumps, in the outfield when it comes to defending. And Tanner brought this up to me, so I'm not going to take credit for this, but you were a third baseman, and then you went from third base to the outfield. How hard was that for you, and what adjustments did you have to make? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's all about repetition. You know, I think that you just can't, you know, you can take all the, all the fly balls off of fungos, um, you know, in the world, but, uh, you know, replicating uh, in-game uh, repetitions and, and seeing the ball off the bat of, of hitters at a live action and, and how it moves. And, um, you know, you, you, it's, it's just one of those things that it takes a little while to adjust. And I think Jordan will get better and better because he's a good athlete and, and things will come easier and easier for him the more in, in game action that he gets and sees. Um, so it, it is an adjustment. I mean, obviously you go from the infield where, you know, you, you're not catching a lot of fly balls to, you know, you're, you know, at the major league level, the hard balls are the the ones that are right at you on a line drive and trying to get a good read, whether it's going back or coming in, and then sort of the tailing balls from a righty or a lefty that are kind of over your head and, and slicing or cutting. Um, so those are the balls that you can't really get off of a fungo um, that, you, that, you know, you just need time in the outfield. And I think that's one good thing about Jordan the rest of this year when maybe the Cardinals aren't in the middle of the playoff race, that uh, the pressure to to catch every you know ball and and uh, you know he'll get a chance to to get experience out there without the pressure of of the playoff spot or a playoff you know uh, you know on the on the line, um, but I, I think that it's good for him. I think he's only you know 21 years old or 22, whatever he is, and um, I think ultimately he'll be just fine uh, as a as a big league right fielder or left fielder depending on where they decide they want to play him. Man, I know every player is different, but how long did it take you to feel really comfortable in the outfield? Because it is a tough transition to go from the dirt to the outfield. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, like I said, it's a, it, it takes a while of game activity and just getting that that bulk of, of action out in the outfield to where you're comfortable with, with those particular balls that I talked about and, and going back on the ball, and, you know, feeling for the fence and and just all the, you know, the, the, the angles and all that stuff. So, uh, you, you practice it, you work on it, but 
ultimately you need game action and, and it takes a little while. But I, I think next year you'll see you'll see a, a market improvement um, and in his outfield defense. And, and uh, I don't think it'll be it'll be quite the conversation topic uh, that it has been. Matt, we got a guy coming on here tomorrow to to come in, I guess, out of the bullpen, we'll say, uh, with Anthony out of town. Tanner won't be here. Uh, Josh Outman is joining us for a couple hours oh, wow. tomorrow. I know you guys were in the A's organization together. Mm-hmm. What uh, What do you remember about Josh? What can we expect from this guy? Has he got some personality or what? <laughs> I haven't talked to Josh in a long time. I mean, I guess that was probably 2009. <laughs> um but I, I remember he was up with us. I, I, don't, I don't remember if he was there the whole year, but he was a uh, he had the he had the high socks. I remember he was uh, he had some personality. So I'm sure uh, he's a left-handed pitcher. So I'm sure there, there's probably some quirkiness and some left-hand pitcher to him. So uh, that that that's exciting for him. But uh, yeah, I, I do remember playing with Josh for for that little time uh, period in, in Oakland, but. Uh, I do remember he had the high socks with the high stirrups and, and threw pretty hard. So um, I'll have to tune in and check him out. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, look, we'll uh, we'll give him a test drive here tomorrow in the fast lane. See if he you know <laughs> f- see if he fits the bill here for us. We we drive a hard ship here. That's true. That's true. You're probably tough to work with. <laughs> yeah, extremely tough, Matt. I appreciate you coming on, man. As always, I absolutely love talking about your boys and their path to the big league. So I appreciate you uh, bringing us uh, behind the curtain there a little bit as to how great their relationship is and, and their success that they're having right now. So thanks a lot, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, have a good show. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right, thanks a lot, Matt. Okay, see you guys. See you later. That was uh, Cardinals Hall of Famer outfielder Matt Holiday joining us.